Join us now for Health for Life, brought to you by Hamilton Healthcare System. Today we're talking with Dr. Rod Rodriguez of Hamilton Physician Group General Surgery in Dalton. Thank you for joining us today, Dr. Rodriguez. Thank you. It's good to be with you. It's great to see you here. Dr. Rodriguez is a board-certified general surgeon and breast specialist at Hamilton Physician Group General Surgery. He attended medical school at the Morehouse School of Medicine. He completed his general surgery residency at Rush Presbyterian St. Luke's Medical Center in Chicago, where he trained under nationally recognized surgeons who were among the first in the U.S. to do stereotactic and ultrasound-guided breast biopsies. Dr. Rodriguez was an early adopter of minimally invasive biopsy techniques, including office-based ultrasound-guided core biopsies. He also participated in the first image-guided breast biopsy course given by the American College of Surgeons and was among the first to do sentinel lymph node biopsies after receiving training at Moffitt Cancer Center in Tampa, Florida. Hamilton Physician Group's General Surgery is located at 1504 Broderick Drive in Dalton. He and Dr. Fromm, Dr. Gable, Dr. Manahan, and Dr. Painter provide the latest medical advances in general surgery and personalized care. Now, Dr. Rodriguez, why did, of all the things you could have done, why did you choose to become a general surgeon? So it's interesting because that's actually a very easy question to answer. And, and that is nothing else actually interested me. You know, I had the good fortune of growing up, you know, where I grew up in, my mother was an anesthesiologist. Okay. Mm, so okay. sometimes when I was in, uh, in high school and college, she would let me come to her workplace and to be uh, with her there. And interestingly, what she was doing didn't really interest me that much. <laughs> but what the surgeons were doing on the other side of the curtain, that's what captivated me. You know, that's what got my attention. And so by the time I got into medical school and then selected what I wanted to go into, I hadn't really entertained anything else. One of the things I tell students sometimes when they ask me, Dr. Rod, you know, what should I do? What, you know, I don't know what I'm going to do. You know, I don't know what residency I'm going to do. I don't know what specialty. And my answer is, what makes your heart sing? In other words, what is it that just interests you, that captivates your attention? Don't look at money considerations. Don't look at lifestyle. Don't look at all this stuff. Look at the fact that this is what you're going to be doing for the rest of your career. You got to like this stuff. Right. And you uh, are so fortunate that your mother was, was in this field. And as a, at a young age, you got to go with her. Absolutely. Yeah. It was awesome. Now, how long have you been with Hamilton? Well, that's not necessarily a simple question. I mean, I've been in practice in the area for about a quarter of a century, wow. which it's, <laughs> wow. makes me feel old to say that. But I've been actually with the Hamilton system as an employed physician since 2018. But that really doesn't capture my career because I've been treating patients at Hamilton Medical Center for, like I say, close to 25 years now. Oh, I got you. So. And you've been with Hamilton since 18. Yes, sir. Yeah, as part of uh, Hamilton Physician Group. Good. Correct. We're going to take a quick break when we come back. We're going to be talking about what kind of surgeries that you perform. We'll be right back on Health for Life. Right care, right time, right at home. Hamilton Physician Group now offers telehealth appointments through your mobile phone, tablet, or computer. Connect with your healthcare provider in the comfort of your own home. Call any Hamilton Physician Group office or visit hamiltonhealth.com/telehealth 
to schedule your appointment. Most health insurance plans are accepted and self-pay options are available. Hamilton Physician Group, we're here for you. Welcome back to Health for Life. Dr. Rodriguez, what kind of surgeries do you and the other surgeons at Hamilton Physician Group General Surgery perform? So general surgery, it's kind of an interesting question because some people think that the term general surgery is all general. Well, does that mean that you do everything or what does that actually mean? And really a general surgeon, or I should say general surgery is a specialty of medicine. And general surgeons perform a broad range of things. And it's a, it's a fairly broad discipline, okay? So it would include, and it typically this can vary by where you practice and the kind of setting that you're in, the kind of hospital you work at. But common things would be, and these are actually some of the most common conditions that you see in general. So things like breast cancer, like we talked about earlier, that's a common condition that we treat. Appendicitis, gallbladder problems, hernias of all types. We also do minor procedures, lumps and bumps and that kind of thing. Uh, and then we also do complex procedures such as uh, surgery for colon cancer, stomach cancer, procedures to treat reflux, heartburn, uh, issues like that, liver diseases. It's a, So it's a fairly broad range of things. It involves a lot of things that are in the abdominal cavity, but things outside of the abdominal cavity as well. And it's actually, it's what makes it a fun discipline is because of the broad range of things that we actually do get to treat. So you have to know so much about so many different things. Yeah, a tad bit. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine. Now, what about uh, you? Know, what about removing things like skin tags? You do things like that too. We do. Yeah, I mean, we do uh, things like skin cancers, moles, uh, lumps and bumps, a little skin abscesses, that kind of thing. One of the things that I hear a lot about is robotic surgery. Do you do any robotic surgery there? We do. It's called the Da Vinci Robot. Okay, this is probably the one that people hear about the most, and you probably see it on TV and on the internet and so forth. But but yes, we do uh, numerous abdominal procedures using the robot. It's basically a tool that allows us to do major operations through small incisions. And the benefit of that is that people have faster recovery times, less pain, uh, faster healing, less scarring, uh, less scarring, and so that people could have. I mean, actually, for example, I mentioned colon cancer before. Mm -hmm. Well, it used to be that uh, to do a surgery on someone for colon cancer, you had to make a large incision on the abdomen. It's very painful. It would require a long hospitalization. Uh, there were risks involved, infection, and other things that could happen. And now we can do that same surgery with just some very small incisions, about three or four incisions that are maybe an inch or less in size, and patients can often go home within just one or two days. Well, that cuts, of course, time down at the hospital. And oh, absolutely. The, the you know, chance of infection and pain. Absolutely, yeah. No, I mean, I, it's it's dramatic. I mean, and since I've been in practice so long, I mean, 25 years, when I started, I mean, some of these techniques were really in their infancy. So a lot of the major colon cancer surgery was being done with those large incisions, right? Mm -hmm. So I've actually seen the transition from that to what we do now. I mean, and it's just dramatic. I mean, it is absolutely dramatic to see someone that would, before would be in the hospital for a week, probably couldn't go back to work for four to six weeks in pain and misery. Now they have a major surgery, can be home in two or three days, and a week or two later, they're back to work. Oh, my. That is, that is a miracle. It's a stark difference. It's really something. It's. I mean, I've felt privileged to to witness that. You know, over well, in the a years. quarter of a century, you've been practicing. <laughs> yes. Now, how much do you think things will change in the next twenty five years? Uh, well, you know, something. A lot of the change that I think we're going to see may be outside of the realm of surgery, or I guess I, what I could say is that a lot of conditions will probably either be prevented mm -hmm. through genetic 
testing and so forth, genetic treatments, uh, gene modification, so forth, so that a lot of conditions may not even need surgery because you can prevent them altogether or you can treat them with other things before it even gets to the point that surgery is required. But that's, that'd probably be after I'm gone or after I'm retired anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about robotic hernia repair. Yes. So there's several different types of hernias. The most common ones are the inguinal hernias that people get in the groin area. Uh, and hernias can also happen in the abdominal wall from previous operations. And so it used to be, it's similar to the colon surgery. It used to be you had to make a larger incision for that, which would entail more pain, mm -hmm. uh, slower recovery, more time off from work. The robot allows us to do the surgery in a similar fashion to what I described for the colon surgery. We can often fix hernias, place mesh, repair defects in the abdominal while using the robot, and same benefits, you know, faster recovery, less risk of infection, fewer complications, uh, faster return to work, and so forth. Why is it so important to see your doctor if you suspect you have a hernia? So hernias can result in severe complications, okay? So best case scenario, someone has a, some pain, some discomfort, maybe a protrusion or a bulge or a lump or bump either in the groin or in the abdominal wall. But worst case scenario, organs inside the abdominal cavity can protrude out through an opening and actually become trapped. And that can cause a rupture of the intestine for example. Ooh. And that can be a life-threatening complication. Right. Okay. Definitely life-threatening. So I think it is good advice for anybody that has anything like that come up to go get evaluated. Okay. Typically, you're going to go to your family doctor. They can evaluate you. They can make a determination based on your history and a physical examination as to whether there's a hernia present. And then, of course, if there's one, then uh, they would typically refer you to a surgeon for potential management options. Well, is it is it relatively simple for a doctor to look at something and say, that's a hernia? Typically, yes. There are exceptions. But in most cases, a uh, relatively simple interview and a history along with a physical examination can diagnose the vast majority of hernias. Uh, sometimes if there's any question as to whether or not a hernia may be present, that might require further testing, such as ultrasound exam or uh, CT scans. But honestly, in the vast majority of cases, that's not necessary. We're going to take a quick break. When we return, we're going to talk about colon surgeries on Health for Life. Join us on a journey to better health. Health for Life. Simply put, that is why Hamilton Medical Center is here. From primary care and specialty care practices near you, an accredited chest pain center, a certified joint replacement program, a new children's institute, cancer institute, endoscopy center, and more. Hamilton is here for you and your family. Learn more at HamiltonHealth.com. Hamilton Healthcare System, health for life. Welcome back to Health for Life. Let's take a, a, just a minute to talk about colon surgeries. Dr. Rodriguez, when is a colon surgery needed? So there are several conditions that would require one to need operation to remove a portion of the colon. The most common conditions that we see that require that are, uh, there are two basic conditions. One of them is diverticulitis, which is an infection that can occur in some people uh, in the colon. And the other one is colon cancer, obviously, which is a major public That's health very concern. very serious. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, we're talking major surgeries that are done for serious conditions that could put someone's health at significant risk. When you get that colon surgery, is it minimally invasive? So 
In a large percentage of cases, it can be accomplished with what we call minimally invasive. The other term for that kind of surgery is laparoscopic surgery. Mm -hmm. And we also mentioned the Da Vinci robot before. And the Da Vinci robot is essentially a tool to do laparoscopic surgery. The Da Vinci robot often allows us to complete the surgery without having to make the larger incision. Uh, A significant percentage, probably the majority of cases in which a patient requires removal of a portion of the colon, that can be completed minimally invasively. But now, after working with this type of surgery for 25 years and not having the robot before, if the robot is not able to do what you need done, then you can go in and and do what needs to be taken care of. Correct. Yeah. So typically if a surgery cannot be done, and sometimes a determination is made before the surgery that the patient is not a candidate for minimally invasive surgery, but then it can still be done the, the traditional way. Is this an outpatient procedure? I would not characterize it, strictly speaking, as an outpatient procedure because of the complexity of the surgery and the potential complications. Typically, folks will stay anywhere from two to three days in the hospital, sometimes longer. It varies. So a colon surgery, we're talking about a few days in the hospital, but we talked earlier about a hernia operation. What about that? Now, those operations are typically done on an outpatient basis, meaning that they have their surgery in the morning and they can be home by that afternoon. And how long would they stay out of work? So for a patient who has, for example, inguinal hernia done robotically or laparoscopically, typically I'll have them off work for about two weeks or so. Depends on the kind of job they do. If they have a job that involves a lot of lifting, a very strenuous job, I might extend that out a little bit longer. If it's a desk job, honestly, they could go back within just a few days whenever they feel up to it. We're going to take a quick break. When we return, we're going to talk about the importance of timely medical care on Health for Life. Did you know that colon cancer claims over 50,000 lives each year? The good news is that colonoscopies save lives. Convenient appointments are available at Hamilton Medical Center's new Bandy Endoscopy Center, located at the corner of Broadrick and Memorial Drives. Hamilton follows CDC guidelines and screens for COVID-19 symptoms at the door. If you are age 50 or older or have a family history of colon cancer, ask your primary care provider to schedule your colonoscopy. Please don't delay important medical screenings. Your health won't wait. Welcome back to Health for Life. Dr. Rodriguez, delaying medical care can be dangerous, correct? Oh, there's no doubt about it, especially for many of the conditions that I treat. For example, the hernias, colon cancer, delay in treatment of some of these conditions can sometimes cost someone their life. So there's no doubt that whenever symptoms arise, especially, for example, colon cancer, anything that comes up that might be suspicious for that, that's something that needs to be evaluated for sure. A lot of people, they do the telehealth now. Tell me about the telehealth. Do you do much of that? Tell me how that works. So, yes, we do. We do some of that. And that's actually a very convenient way for patients that don't necessarily require a face-to-face exam. And what that involves is we use computer technology over the Internet. It's sort of like a FaceTime call. Mm -hmm. So, basically, it's a video conference that you have with the patient and you can discuss all of their concerns, all their issues. And interestingly, I mean, sometimes if patients have like little skin lesions or areas that they want us to look at, they can actually show us those. And then we can oftentimes prescribe treatment, medications, and so forth during a telehealth visit, you know. Now, of course, if the situation arises where they need a face-to-face examination, of course, that can always be scheduled. So if I request a telehealth visit, tell me what, what I would go through. And a lot of the listeners have never done that before. So they call, they say, I want a telehealth visit. What should they expect? 
So the way this works is they are given a time, okay, and a date for their telehealth appointment. Right. Um, and typically what happens is we use a platform called uh, doxy.me. And it's very simple because there's nothing that the patient has to download. There's no, you know, have to go to the internet and do anything. Simply they receive via text message or they can do it via email, a link. So if you have an iPhone or an Android, you can click on the link and that brings you to a virtual waiting room. Okay. And then from my side, when I'm sitting at my desk, I see that the patient has arrived into the virtual waiting room. I click on them and then they pop up on the screen. I see them, they see me and we can talk and then we can have our telehealth visit. Very encouraging information. Thank you so much for uh, sharing this with us. If you could leave our listeners with some advice on their health, what would that be today? Well, I could give you a couple things, okay? okay? Don't smoke, eat a healthy diet, exercise, and call your mama. For more information or an appointment at Hamilton Physician Group General Surgery, call 706-278-6403 or visit hamiltonhealth.com slash surgery. Information on all Hamilton Physician Group locations can be found at hamiltonhealth.com slash HPG. This program in no way seeks to diagnose or treat illness or to replace professional medical care. Please see your health care provider if you have a health problem. Join us on a journey to better health. Health for life. Simply put, that is why Hamilton Medical Center is here. From primary care and specialty care practices near you, an accredited chest pain center, a certified joint replacement program, a new children's institute, cancer institute, endoscopy center, and more. Hamilton is here for you and your family. Learn more at HamiltonHealth.com. Hamilton Healthcare System. Health for life. Thank you for listening to Health for Life, a presentation of Hamilton Healthcare System. 